Let's go, Big Daddy. Looking good, Billy Ray. Feeling good, Lewis. Woke up this morning. It's sunny. Gotta check on my stocks. Gotta make me some money. I went into my app that's sitting on my phone. Got a lot of time because I'm stuck here at home. Buy, sell. What the hell? Because come four o'clock, I'm going to hear the bell. Gotta make me some paper so I can feel good. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. I got the money. I got those pesos. I got those pesos right here. IPOs, dividends, and options. Get rid of that stock, man. It's flopping. Roll over Roth, 401k. Get ready to invest. Make some money today. Trade clothes. Make a deal. What stock looks good? Let's spin the wheel. More money, more money, more money. Let's get this going. This is going to be good. Yeah. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Show me the money. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. I'ma just keep getting paid. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. Here we go. Welcome to the BST. Big Daddy, how you doing? Welcome back. I know I've been gone for a little while, but I'm back. I had to decide what I was going to do. Been off of work so long, didn't know what the heck I was going to do, so I said, let's become a day trader. Believe it or not, big brother from the hood, a day trader. Huh? I got the money. I got those pesos right here. Settle down, Omar. Marty Allen back with you on the BST. So let me tell you about what happened to me. So I grew up in the hood. I always say I was born in the hood, but the hood was not born in me. I grew up on 131st in Ferris Avenue, 131st by Harvard Avenue from the hood. Now I got to tell you, when I went to school, I don't remember ever seeing no stock market classes when I was in high school. When I was in middle school, I went to, I went to uh, Moses Cleveland Elementary School. I went to Robert H. Jameson uh, Middle School, and I went to JFK. Fighting Eagles! Fighting Eagles! Boop, 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 boop. Uh, and graduated in 1978. And I don't ever remember. Now I was a math major. I was very good with numbers. I was good with math. I was good with business math. I was good with algebra. Straight-A student. But then once, <laughs> once geometry came along... I was lost. I said, okay, I don't think I'm going to be an accountant in my lifetime, okay? And then they talked about, well, you got to take calculus and trig. I'm like, Pah, that ain't happening. So anyway, I thought about what I'm going to do in my time that I'm quarantined. So first of all, I got to thank four people who have been my rock-solid people for all my life. For my political knowledge for my financial knowledge, my financial consultants, my political consultants, number one was Scott Zarilla, senior producer over at Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. He was the first person to tell me about stocks and investing. 
And I knew nothing. And Scotty Z would teach me along, you know, and he told me, and I said, okay, what do I do? I always hear about the Dow. I always hear about the NASDAQ. I always hear about the S&P 500. What's the difference? What, what do I do? And he goes, well, I think the simplest thing for you would be to start in the S&P 500. I go, okay. Why is that? He said, because the S&P 500 is the top 500 companies that trade in the United States. Ooh, delicious. That's what I said. Delicious, Omar. Delicious. Ooh, delicioso. Yes, so, so I got into the S&P 500. I started me an account with, I had, to, first of all, there are things that you can do when you want to start. So what, I, what I'm going to do is on this show is I'm going to help you out, okay? Those of you who have always wanted to invest in the stock market but did not know how to get started like I did, who thought it was way too complex, who thought it was way that it was nothing but for the privileged, rich, and few. Well, it's not. You could be a day trader. Now, remember, first and foremost, disclaimer, always know, I am never, ever, ever going to tell you what stocks to buy or advise you on what stocks to buy. What's up with that? It's simple. I'm going to simply tell you what stocks are attractive, interesting, and sometimes delicious to me. That's it. You do your own research. You decide what stocks you want to buy. But because I got nothing but time at home, I'm going to sit here and that's what I've been doing. I have become a day trader. Now, let me tell you about my history, okay? But first of all, let me thank the other three people. Scott Zarilla, number one, he got me started. Senior producer down at the Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Bill Bender, my longtime 38-year business partner, best friend, production wizard master, taught me how to navigate in the stock market world, okay? Scott, he got me started. Bill Bender told me how to navigate. Bill Bender taught me how to be, in essence, a day trader because there's some people who, see, there's different types of people. There's people who are rich and they just got so much money they ain't got no time to be sitting there watching their money every day. So they get a stockbroker or a financial analyst, okay, to take care of their stocks and make them the money, okay? Those are the ones that, Don't have to worry about it. But see, normal people like you and me, you know, I mean, I lived a long time of my life, paycheck to paycheck. And I said, I got to do something different. The other two people that I want to thank, Bart Slack. Bart Slack has been my longtime accountant, also known him for 38 years, financial uh, analyst, consultant. He's the one that would, when I'd want to jump off the ledge on a certain stock, he'd go, I better wait, you better wait on that big daddy. I'm telling you right now, because if, if that stock is up $15 today, guaranteed there's going to be profit margins taken before 4 o'clock this afternoon when the, when the bell closes. And next thing you know, that stock that's up 15 today is going to be down on 11 or 12 tomorrow. But see, I was so excited. I was brand new. I was a virgin. I was a stock market virgin. Last but not least, the other person to thank is Mr. Chicken, Mike Simmons, president of Mr. Chicken. This guy is political consultant he's unfreaking believable okay he should have been a political science professor the things that he would teach me and tell me when we would have our lunches over the years was fantastic 
So those are the four people I want to thank. Scott Zarilla, Bill Bender, Bart Slack, and of course, Mike Simmons, president of Mr. Chicken. I love you guys because I always said, people, I'm a brother from the hood. I was born in the hood, but the hood was not born in me. And I used to say to Bender and to Bart all the time at our parties, at the tavern in Richfield, remember out there with the apple walnut freaking pie was so delicious and the, and the clam chowder, woo, creamy. I used to say to them, listen, I want to know what you know. In essence, I'm a brother, but I want to know what you white guys know. <laughs> Teach me the game. Because I wasn't taught the game in the hood when I grew up. And so they did. Very graciously. They taught me the game and I learned. So what happened was we got quarantined, obviously, in the middle of March. All right? Rudy Gobert, when he first came out, and they, the reports came out, Rudy Gobert said we had coronavirus, he had coronavirus, and they shut down the Adam Silver, shut down the NBA, shut down the league. It was unbelievable. I, I, I know now what I didn't know then. So before this coronavirus pandemic happened, I was already dabbling in the stock market because like I said, Scott Zarilla taught me how to get in, how to get started. There's a, there's a number of companies you can get started with. Do your research. Okay, I'm not going to tell you which one to get. I'm only telling you what I like. All right. TD Ameritrade is very easy for the person that wants to be a day trader, a self-stock. Well, you don't have a middleman. We don't have a brokerage firm. You don't have a financial analyst. Okay, a financial planner or anything. You want to do it yourself. That, see, I'm of the belief that nobody is going to keep an eye out on my money like I do. Do you think some big stock broker is going to sit there? Now, let's say he's got Rupert Murdoch's money <laughs> and he got Big Daddy's money. Do you think he's worried about when there's a, when there's a catastrophe like the, like the coronavirus that happened back in the middle of March and all of a sudden the stock market went bam? Do you think he's thinking, ooh, I, I better get Marty Allen's money out of there. Big Daddy going to kill me. No. He get Rupert Murdoch's money out first because Rupert Murdoch's got billions. And that's a lot more commission for him. So I thought, you know what? Nobody's going to watch my money like me. So I want to do this. I want to try it. I want to dabble. So the first thing I did was I got TV Ameritrade. And I've been with Fidelity for forever. That's another one you can use. T. Rowe Price. There's Acorns. Let me tell you about Acorns real quick. And then we'll get going. We got so much to talk about. So little time. But every week we'll get together. I'll show you. I will teach you stock market 101. At least to get you started. Okay, like I got started. There's things you do. There's, there's profit margins. There's dividends. There's annuities. There's IPOs. There's all this kind of stuff. That you go, oh, my God, my, my head's going to explode. No, it won't. Take your time. I'll teach you. You got questions, you can call me, 440-628-8145 or 8150. Just remember, I'm never, ever going to tell you what stocks to buy or advise you on what to do whether to buy, to sell, to get out, get in, stay on the sidelines. I'm never going to do that. I'm only going to tell you what stocks are interesting and attractive and sometimes delicious to me. So I got in. And the first thing I bought was, I've been a big believer that, you know, the pot stocks, when they started coming, I said, oh, 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 oh this is going to be good. So the first one I bought was Midman. Now, at the time, MedMen was supposedly the big dogs. They were the biggest uh, over in Canada or whatever, the biggest uh, cannabis people. So I bought them. I bought them at $4.53 a share. Now, Bill Bender says to me, you want to buy 100 blocks? 
Because this way, every dollar that the stock market goes up on that particular stock, you earn a hundred bucks. I said, ooh, I like that. So I did. I bought a hundred stocks of MedMan, M-M-N-F-F on the stock market. Okay, that's the, the, the ticker symbol. I bought them at 453. They quickly went up to seven. I went, I got something here. I got something here. Yeah, baby. But again, I was a virgin at that time. <laughs> so if I was smart, on a stock like that at $4.53, it went up to $7. I bought 100 shares, so I made about $247, something like that, whatever it was. I should have got out. I should have got out and stayed on the sidelines. Took my profit margins. When you hear profit margins, that's what that is. We'll get into more than that in a little bit. But I didn't do it. <laughs> you know, I bought it at 453 It was at 7 I said, let it ride. <laughs> let it ride. Show me the money. Yes. And then what happened? The son of a bitch tanked. And now it's like about 22 cents a share. Sons of bitches. But that's what the stock market is like. But here's the difference. See, I don't play horses. I don't, I don't bet horse racing. I'm not a, uh, I don't play the lottery. I'm not a gambler. I'm not one of these types to go to Vegas and say, hey, here's my money. You're taking how much you think? I'm so happy to be in Vegas and give you my money and let you build these big palaces. I ain't that person. So I don't do that. I don't do sports gambling, sports betting. I don't do any of that. But what made me excited about the stock market is if you go to the lottery, let's say you got 500 bucks. You go and you play 500 because you had a dream that 122 came out and you hit it big. So you go to the lottery, you take $500, you put it on a number. Well, guess what? If it wins, fantastic. It's the holiday. But if it doesn't, your 500 is gone. In the same way with, with the sports gambling and, and, and playing the horses. Okay, with the horses, you can win, place for show, blah, 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 get a couple of dollars. But this, I like the stock market because I can take $500. I can buy $500 worth of a particular stock. Now, I'm thinking that that stock is going to go up. But if it doesn't, I understand that I still, let's say I bought stock at 72 a share, $72. But all of a sudden, the coronavirus thing happens, and now it's rapidly dropped to $48 a share. I was a virgin. In essence, I was a dumbass. <laughs> I watched my $72 that I paid per share that was now at 48 I kept saying to myself, oh, it's okay. It's going to come back. It's going to come back. I can't, I can't panic now. And now it goes from 72 to 48 to 39 to 27 And the next thing you know, it's $14 a share. And I sat there and watched it. No. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm telling you what I should have done. As soon as Adam Silver came out and said, that's it, we're shutting down the league. That's the day I'm supposed to take my money out of my individual stocks and sit on the sideline because I know this is not good. 
if we go to war with somebody, you know, the smart people know, get out. I'm not telling you to get out. I'm saying that's what I should have did, okay? I should have said, okay, I paid $72 a share. It's now $48 a share. I need to get out and stay on the sideline because guess what? It's going to keep dropping. So now when it's at $16 a share, I can buy it at $16 a share because it's going to rebound once the whole, all the dust settles. But I didn't. I was a virgin. I was stupid. I watched it go from $72 a share all the way to 14 and change. So let's say that was meant, man. Then I bought a, a Harvest Health, HRVSV. HRVSF, I think it is. Harvest. I heard they were the big dogs. Because I'm reading. I got nothing, you know, nothing but time. Well, that didn't do so good. That one's $1.23. But I didn't pay no more than you know, $1.37 or whatever it was a share. See, when you start thinking about, ooh, this one's only 22 cents. And that one's only 47 cents. And this one is $2.22. There's a reason. <laughs> They're the if comes, okay? If lightning strikes in a bottle, this dollar twenty-two cent a stock that I bought three hundred shares in, it's gonna make me rich. Well, yes, lightning can strike in a bottle, but not in this particular way. I'll tell you about stocks that I bought that I had to put a paper bag up to my mouth before I hit the sales. I hit the buy sign, okay? But let me tell you about my so let me then let me tell you about my first big stock, CGC Canopy Growth Corp. Okay, I started reading up on them. I bought them a year and a half ago, two years I forget what it was. I bought them at twenty nine dollars a share, and again I bought a hundred shares. I bought a block. I said okay, for every dollar they go up, I get a hundred bucks. Now here's what I really liked about them. As soon as I heard that Constellation Brands had pumped $190 million into CGC, I said, who? Well, who's Constellation Brands? So I start reading. And what do I find? Constellation Brands is Corona and Modelo Beer. I said, ooh. Show me the money. Yes. Corona and Modelo, I said, they know something. They know something. Unbelievable. That's right, Bruce. I said it too. I said, if Constellation brands alcohol, they got they got Corona, they got Modelo, they got another supposedly almost 100 alcohols, including Svetka Vodka, however you say it. <laughs> Sveti, Svetka. I said, okay. Then, almost a year ago, so they put in, the first investment was $190 million, They got 19%. Then they put $4 billion more into CGC. I'm going to just keep getting paid. I said, something's going on. They know something. I want to know what they know. So now they put in $4 billion more. Now they're up to 30. They, they, act, they uh, use their warrants. And now they got 38.9% into CGC, Canopy Growth Corp, biggest cannabis grower, producer in Canada. Okay, they were supposed to be the big dogs. I said, okay, they know something. I said, okay, weed beer is coming. 
I know it. There's a reason these these alcohol companies are getting in bed with the cannabis companies. Weed beer is coming. Now, of course, you're not going to see that on the side of the Budweiser. Budweiser infused with weed. People go buck crazy. What? Weed and beer? Coors Light infused with weed. <laughs> so what did they do? Brilliant. This is what they did. They're so brilliant. They changed it to CBD. Because now if you go to the shelf and you buy your 12-pack of Budweiser and it says infused with CBD, you go, ooh, I like that. Now you're not, you're not shocked. Instead of seeing cores infused with weed, it says cores infused with CBD. Now it's palatable, brilliant. So now they can, so now CGC, Constellation Brands. Constellation Brands is over, I think, 180 bucks a share right now, okay? So they're doing good. You know Corona, Modelo, Zvitka, <laughs> whatever the hell that is, the vodka, whatever it is. So I said, okay, well, what happens? So now I buy a 29, it goes to 58. I double my money. Ooh, I got out. But then it started dropping. You know, the initial, what's going on? Like the Impossible Burger and Tesla, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Ooh, Tesla, it's like printing money. I'm not telling you to buy Tesla. I'm just saying what's interesting and attractive and delicious to me. So now CGC drops down to 41. I go, okay, I'll buy another 141. I'm going to double my money. <laughs> now something happens. I forget what it was, but if it happens, it starts dropping. I think it was back in uh, late 2019. It started when we had that big mess where we almost had the collapse of the stock market. It went from 41 to 16, and I watched it. I was stupid. So now I've been holding on to it for the longest time. So now, now here's what's happening with CGC. So over the last couple of years, now Constellation Brands, they pumped $4 billion into CGC on 38.9%. They can go to 55.9% if they exercise more warrants. But right now, things ain't going so well. They lose over $2 billion in the last couple of years. So what do they do? They fire the current CEO of CGC. They get one of the board members from Constellation Brands and say, get over here and write the ship, a la Mike Kenny from Clear Channel, the hatchet man. You know how I'm talking about. The guy that comes in and trims the fat, Stream the, streamline things up. So he went over there to CG. Now he's the CEO of CGC. He started firing people. He started firming things up. He started telling them, okay, let's quit trying to expand to Africa and all this kind of stuff. You know, them people over there, they're they starving already. You think they got money for weed? Let's stop that. Let's show the investors that we are making a profit. And then people, more people will invest. I'm still sticking by. Well, guess what? They have a earnings report, which we'll talk about kids shows. Earnings report. Every three months, a company has an earnings report. They come out and they say, we have made $44 million. We are doing nicely. Get in line, buy the stock. That's what they're saying. I don't worry about that. But, so May 31st, I think it was. That was a Friday. Whatever that the last day in May was on the Friday, that's the day they had the earnings report. Well, on Thursday, I bought, bought 300-something shares of CGC. 
at about 16 bucks a share. Now, that Thursday, the day before the earnings report, it's at 21.7. Now, what should I have done, people? Hello? Hello? I should have sold. I should have took my profit margins. I had 365 shares of CGC at 16. It's now at 21.7. But come the next day is the earnings report with the new CEO. He's only been there three, four months. But on Friday is usually, not all the time, but more times than not, Friday is a sell-off. People take their profit margins that they've had Monday through Thursday, but usually on Friday, people start thinking, oh boy, let me take my profit margins, the money that I've made on my stocks, which will make the stocks plummet. But what do I do? I'm still a dumbass. I'm still a virgin. I'm learning. I got nothing but time. I've been stuck home since the middle of March. So what do I do? I should have taken my five bucks almost six bucks per share <laughs> at three and I got 365 shares I don't know twelve thirteen hundred dollars I should have I should have got out sat on the sidelines on that Thursday waited for the earnings report to come out the next day 10 o'clock in the morning where they say well I knew that they had the new CEO but the new CEO wasn't over at CGC long enough for them to turn the corner but here I am trying to be greedy not being disciplined I didn't sell at 21.7. I said, let it ride. And what else do I do? I buy 50 more shares. Now I'm up to 415 shares. What happens on Friday morning? They say, well, we didn't lose two billion, but we lost, you know, the half a billion. But we're turning the corner. So what happens? Not only does the stock market not go up, it plummets four points back to like 1778. Now I've lost $4 per share at 400 shares. You get what I'm talking about? I wasn't disciplined. I won't ever make that mistake again. BST, I'll take your phone calls, 440-628-8145, 440-628-8150. So that was my lesson with CGC. I made money the first time. I lost my rear end the second time, but guess what? I had the brown, brown paper bag sitting next to me. I said, you know what? Who are the big dogs to me? Okay. I always hear about Amazon. I always hear about Google. I always hear about Apple. I think those are the big dogs. So now I check out Amazon. It's $2,660. I went, ooh, ooh. I grabbed the brown paper bag. <laughs> But then I hear somebody tell me uh, this Prager, this Dennis Prager, I think he's on the air somewhere. Somebody said, Marty, Dennis Prager said that Amazon was going to be, that you'd be crazy not to buy Amazon because it's going to be $4,000 by the end of the year. I went, oh my goodness, but it's $2,660. I got those pesos right here. I know, but I didn't want to do it. But anyway, I did it. I bought one share at twenty. $660 for one share of Amazon. Less than a month ago. You know how much it is now? It's over $3,000. That's why it's $2,660. Then I said, okay, Apple. 
all these damn Apple iPhones that they got. And they're talking about Apple's going to start making their own chips and all this thing for their phones. And I said, Apple's always been good. Except for when there's a really bad day on the stock market, Apple's going to, it's like printing the money. Like printing the money. So I bought like three shares of Apple. Okay. I got one share of Amazon, $26.60. I got uh, three shares of Apple. They were about $3.52 at the time. I said, okay, what's next? Now, everybody's been telling me about Tesla. Tesla, 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 Tesla. And I said to myself, well, Tesla, I mean, I thought those electric cars were a novelty. I've heard a lot of people talking about, I got a Tesla, a Tesla, I don't know. They said, no, no, no. Tesla's got something to do with the space station. I said, oh, really? Okay. But they wanted $983 per share of Tesla. I said, well, hell, I just spent $26.60 for one share of Amazon, but it made me some money. Okay. One guy says, well, yeah, I just bought a block of Tesla for $800. I went, oh, crap. But anyway, so I don't do it. I don't pull the trigger. I don't do it. I wait. And a few days later, it's at 983. Not months, a few days later. It's at 983, like within a week. I went, what the hell is going on here? It's okay, I'm going to bite the bubble. I'm going to do it. I buy three shares of Tesla at 983. Guess what? That was less than two weeks ago, maybe 10 days ago. You know what Tesla is right now? Almost $1,400. And I bought it at 983. Three shares. That's almost $1,200. I ended my loss of CGC. In just two weeks, I lost $1,200, $1,300 on my CGC stock. I said, that's it. I sold it because I saw the report that came out that said, even though they got Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg and Drake now selling CBD products with one of their subsidiary companies, CGC, they ain't making no money. And the biggest obstacle for CGC, I can always come back. But I was tired of waiting. It's been two years. They ain't done nothing. Except for the first time when I made the 29 and got the 58, and I was happy about that. But ever since then, I lost my shirt. So three shares of Tesla and one share of Amazon erased all of the losses that I had from CGC. And guess what else, people? <laughs> the financial gurus told me, well, Marty, if you have, it's good to have losses because you can write them off on your taxes. I went, oh, the well, then why am I do? Why would I ever do anything else? At least if I bet $500 on the stock and the stock tags, okay, I got $240. I still got $240. It's not like I lost everything. So then I saw Google. And Google was $1,394, I think, at the time. And I said, oh, I don't know, man. I'm paying big money, but... I'm seeing that Tesla's giving me returns. I'm seeing that Apple, that Amazon's giving me returns. I saw that Apple's giving me smaller returns, but returns. I said, okay, that's it. I'm going for Google. <laughs> I bought Google just a few days ago at $1,500 a share. I bought two shares. But guess what? It's a positive. It's like printing the money. <laughs> I, that's what I like. I'm, I'm going to be 60 years old next month. I need money now. More money, more money, more money. So that's what this is all about, people, okay? We don't have a lot of time today. I just wanted to introduce myself to you. We're going to do this every Wednesday, 12 to 1230. 
The first thing you want to do, I'm not saying this is what you want to do. I'm saying if you are deciding that you want to be a day trader, first thing you got to do is get yourself an account. TD Ameritrade, Fidelity, T. Rowe Price, whoever you want, okay? Somebody where you can do trading, buying, and selling all day long. I'm a day trader. I'm home. I got nothing else to do. I become a day trader. And I don't know. I'm supposed to go back to work in December. But right now you see all the number what the numbers with coronavirus going up. So who knows what's going to happen? They're talking about some issues now down in Orlando already with the numbers going up. Adam Silver talking about the bubble maybe bursting too soon or something like that. Who knows? God forbid LeBron gets it. It may be down again. I don't know. So all my life I've lived paycheck to paycheck until about the year, year and a half ago. I have decided that I want to be more aggressive in my financial future because I'll be 60. What the hell am I waiting on? So I always tell you, I was born in the hood. Hood was not born in me. That's why it's Big Daddy Stock Tips from the hood. We just simply call it the BST. Let me tell you about Goldberry Roasting Company, another good company. I wish they had stock. I'd buy stock in them. Goldberry Roasting Company, you don't know what it's like. Now, right now, it's hot outside. So I normally, I would drink my coffee hot after my workout, after my pickleball or whatever. But now, it's hot. Yesterday, I almost melted in the sun playing at the fields over at Broadview. Royal Wood and Broadview. So hot. But I love the game. So what did I do? I came home. I made me a pot of Goldberry Roasting Company coffee. I made me the Kenya AA. And guess what? I put ice in it. Delicious. Delicious. Ooh, delicioso. Goldberry Roasting Company. Goldberryroasting.com. Goldberryroasting.com. If you're a small company... You want to have a coffee, coffee for your employees, coffee for your potential clients? Goldberry Roasting. It just tastes delicious. They got the Brazil. They got the Ethiopia. They got the Sumatra. They got so many kinds. If, you, if, you're, if you're a sales-driven company and you want to impress your potential clients, put the, some Brazil Goldberry Roasting Company coffee in there or some Kenya AA. They be running around the damn room. They be, running, they be looking for a pin to sign on with you. Goldberry Roasting Company. It's some damn good coffee. My half hour went very fast. But don't worry. Because I own the studio. I can stay longer if I want. <laughs> so it's the first one. So I'll stay a little bit longer. Then every week we'll talk about different stocks. Okay? Catalent. Before I forget. Because it's important. Right now, did you see the big two big winners yesterday? was Novavax, which is N-V-A-X on the stock market, the symbol. They made 25 bucks a share. I sold the same son of the bitches about $60 a share, but that's okay because I made money. I'm all about profit margins. I am not ashamed to say I made $122 on some little piddly stock. Two days later, I made $122 on it. Hell, I sold, I got out. I can always come back. Because guaranteed with the stock market, it's going to go up and going to go down. And your idea is, just like Trading Places, why it's been one of my favorite movies of all times, but I never really understood pork bellies and oil and Bitcoin and gold and silver and all this kind of good stuff. We ain't even got into gaming stocks yet. 
or auto auto stocks. Right now, Tesla is the darling. Tesla is like printing some money right now for me. I'm not telling you to buy it, okay? All I'm saying is that I want stocks that's going to consistently give me a positive return every day, except for when, of course, the stock market is down big and you lose the money. You lose some money. But with companies like Amazon and Apple and Google and Tesla, my baby, Tesla's like printing the money for me right now. I got three shares. So that's why I stay with those big dogs and then I buy some if comes like Catalent. Now, who is Catalent, you ask? I'm glad you asked me. Catalent doesn't make a coronavirus vaccine or doesn't have one in the works. There's about six of them that I know of that are the top dogs, kind of. The two that's battling in the U.S. is Moderna, M-R-N-A, on the stock market, and Novavax, which is N-V-A-X, on the stock market. Well, Moderna, a week ago, 10 days ago, decided that if they, because they're both into their second and third stages of trials on their vaccine for coronavirus. And as you can see in the media right now, the coronavirus is going back up again. The numbers are going back up. So now there's more interest in biotech stocks like Moderna, like Invex, like BioNTech, B-N-T-X. On the stock market. They're a German company. I got good stuff for you people. So Moderna says if we get FDA. Because they're all trying to get to the finish line first. With FDA approval. Once you get the FDA approval. Guess what? More money, more money, more money. And I will be happy to support. The corona. Any company that comes up with a coronavirus vaccine. But Moderna says. We're going to use Catalent, C-T-L-T, as our mass supplier of the vaccine if we get the go-ahead from the FDA to start mass producing coronavirus vaccine. They're going to use Catalent. I'm like, whoa, I like that. So I bought, you know, 20 shares of Catalent. The other big winner yesterday was Walmart. Now, I promise I'm going to get out of here, okay? Because I wouldn't keep you guys too long. I don't want to scramble your brain too much on the first show. The other big winner yesterday, because Invax was 25 bucks a share. I said, ooh, hoo, hoo, they know something. Yeah, of course, I bought them when they were up, up like $23 a share. So I only made $2, you know, like three shares or something. But that's okay. I want to know. What they know. I told Bender. I told Bart. I want to know what you know. I want to be rich like you getting rich. We're supposed to be best friends. I'm a brother from the hood. Teach me how to do this. And now I am not a prolific day trader, but I'm no longer a dumbass. <laughs> don't. I'm not saying you don't do this. I'm saying when I say don't do this, I'm saying it to myself. Okay. Always remember, I'm never going to tell you to buy a stock or advise you to buy a stock. I'm only going to tell you what I do. I t- except for Tesla. Now, <laughs> I didn't make $1,300 on Tesla. I erased my CGC 1300 but I ain't taking it out. Uh, as long as they are a positive every day, I don't care if it's $1, $2, $3, every day that Tesla keeps going up, I'm staying, I'm letting it ride with my Tesla. But anyway, the other big winner yesterday was Walmart. See, I read everything. 
I read about the guy, the Jimmy Mahalik or whatever his name is, about the stimulus checks when they're coming out, about the unemployment, because that means something to me. Walmart is now going to challenge Amazon Prime. It's coming out this month. And their stocks went up a modest eight bucks a share yesterday. But I said, oh, ho, ho. so I sold something. I sold some of my former tech. I'll get into former tech on another show. Okay, because there's so many. There's Legend, L-E-G-N, there's uh, Jillied. There's all these people, Pfizer. I mean, I got so many of them because I got nothing but time. You cannot leave a brain like this at home with nothing to do for 24 hours a day after I get done with my pickleball and my, and my swimming. So I became a day trader by necessity. You got people that say, here's my money. I'm rich. Take this $2 million and do, do, put it in the stock market. Well, see, people like me, I need to know what's going on with my money. As soon as I, as soon as I hit the off button of this show, I'm checking my stocks because I'm a day trader. It's like, okay, this thing is going south. Let's get out. I take my losses there. Let's find something else. So what did I do today? 9.30. Now my, all my buddies I play pickleball with is like, what are you doing? Because every day around 9.25, I said, I'm out. I got to sit here. As soon as the market opens up by 9.35, because I done made some off-hour trades and, and, and this kind of thing, I have to wait until about 9.34, 9.35 before my sell or buy, mostly sell, goes through. Because what happens is the bell rings. Okay, here we go. Bell rings. <laughs> It's talk about okay. As soon as that happens, you say, I got Walmart, I got Walmart, what for you? I got Walmart in there, give me Walmart, give me Walmart, mother. And it's like, nutty. There's a lot of those people do cocaine and stuff because it's crazy, but they make boo coos of money, and now I'm starting to understand why. Because for me, I am going to have a couple of Amazons, I'm going to have a couple of Googles, I'm going to have a couple of Apples, and I'm going to have a couple of Teslas. And when I can, I'm working on Netflix. I'm going to find out for it with the F-150. I'm going to find out what the hell that stock symbol is. I'm going to go with the companies that are tried and true. Johnson & Johnson. We'll talk about them in another show too. You can be a day trader. You got to get started. If you decide you want to be a day trader, get your whatever your favorite brokerage account. A lot of people like, I think TD Ameritrade is the number one for the consumer who wants to be a day trader. Get started, link your bank account to that, and start trading. You can always call me. I'm never going to say this is what you should do. I'm just going to say this is what I would do. You got to do your own research. You got to make up your own mind. IPOs. Last thing on IPOs, and I got to get out of here, okay? And I'll see you guys next week, Wednesday noon, BST. I heard yesterday, and I don't, have to, I don't have to be quiet about this because it was news stories. My esteemed owner, Dan Gilbert, is now putting, has now applied to the SEC to raise money for stock for rocket mortgage companies, RKT. And the first thing I thought of was, <laughs> I want to know this. And maybe a brokerage person could text me or email me or Facebook me, Messenger, whatever. Why is it when they have an IPO, it's not a really an IPO for you and me? 
<laughs> the, the brokerage firms get the great IPO. Okay, so they're going to initially have this IPO, which is, for you people who don't know, initial public offering of a stock, a new stock. Now, whenever that comes out, there's always a buzz about that stock, usually. But when I asked my buddies, I asked Bart Slack and Bill Brinder, yes, yeah, coming out in 19 a share, but you won't get it at that price. Why not? Well, because the brokerage firms get it first and blah, blah, blah. And then by the time I see it, it's already at 36 a share. Well, how come they get to pick at the carcass before I do? I thought it was an initial public offering. I wanted a 19 a share. This is like the freaking male lions. The females go out, they kill the food, they bring the carcass back to home to the kids, and next thing you know, the lion gets off his lazy ass, chases the females away, tells the kids, smacks the kids, and say, get the hell out of the way. The male, who didn't help on the hunt and did nothing but lay on his lazy ass, he gets to pick at the carcass, and then when he gets his belly full, he tells the women who he's popping every single one of them like a harem, okay, now you and the kids can eat. I don't care if you ain't eating in two days. I get to eat first. Why is it that the brokerage firms get to eat before I pick at the carcass of an IPO before I do? Anyway, I digress. I'm just getting all excited here. But I saw that Rock, Rocket Mortgage is coming out with a IPO. So now I got to find out. Since I'm a Rocket Mortgage employee, do I get to buy it at the initial public offering price? Or do I got to let it sit there and let the carcass, let the brokerage firms pick at the carcass? But I have confidence in my Dan Gilbert. I think because I'm a rocket mortgage employee, maybe, just maybe, I can do that. And lastly, before I go, Zoom. I was going to do Zoom. You know how Zoom went crazy when we had the pandemic, right? Well, here's the problem. Zoom info came out a couple months ago. And I think it was, again, it was initially $11. The next thing you know, by the time I saw it, it was $34 the next day. I'm going, what the hell? Maybe it was 21. I forget. But guess what? There's more than one type of Zoom. There's the Zoom teleconferencing, the kind that I use on my show and everything. That's the big dog. That's up to over 265 bucks a share or something like that. But then there's, and that that is Z-N on the stock symbol. Z-N. But there's Zoom info that came out a couple of months ago. That's Z-I. Well, I didn't buy it. And you know why I didn't buy it? Because I'd heard stories that people were mistaking Zoom info with Zoom, the teleconferencing software. So the stock was going nuts. And I said, no, I'm not going to do this because people are going to realize at some point that ZN and ZI, Zoom info, is not Zoom, the teleconferencing software. Sure enough, it's been flat for a while now because I think people are going to realize that, oh, crap, I bought the wrong stock. That's what this is all about. Big Daddy stock tips from the hood. I was born in the hood, but the hood was not born in me. Every week, because I got nothing but time, you and I are going to get together and talk stocks. I'm going to tell you everything, everything that I know. Now, I'm not no expert, okay? I'm still learning. But every day I, after I get done with you guys, I got my I got my oven fried chicken wings in there, my shake and bake. I got my rice. I got my Goldberry coffee. Goldberry company got goldberry.com. Goldberrycompany.com.
Every week, 12 o'clock, right here. Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. You and me going to learn how to trade stocks together. You can be a day trader. But always remember, I'm never going to tell you what stocks to buy. I'm never going to advise you on what stocks to buy. I got those pesos. Quiet, Omar. I'm only going to tell you what stocks look interesting and attractive and sometimes delicious to me. Show me the dinero. I love you guys. Next week, 12 o'clock, right here, Stock Tips on from the Hood. Call me if you got any questions. We can get through this thing together. I like being a day trader. That's probably because I'm making money now. If I was losing my shirt, it'd be a different thing. But again, there were times I lost my shirt. But I've learned, people. I've learned from trial and error when it's okay to sit on the sidelines with your little profit. It's okay to sell a stock that ain't performing. It's okay to ride the train. If you think it's a lot of money that it's going to cost from one particular stock, there's a reason why Amazon is now over 3000 a stock. If I bought it at 2660 and they're telling me it's going to 4000 I want in on this. There's something going on. And I want to be a part of it. I love you guys. Big Daddy Stock Tips from the Hood. BST. See you next week right here, Rogue Radio Network. You're good. You're good. This has been a Big Sexy Marty Allen production. I'm going to just keep getting paid. Very googly moogly. Looking good, Billy Ray!